Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning, the following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers Podcast. Yeah! Welcome to the official Impractical Jokers Podcast. This is very special because we have Danny Green and Joe Ambergio, and they are going to guest host this entire episode. <laughs> flam, flam, so exciting. Flam. We've wow. always wanted Danny Green and Joe Ambergio to host the podcast, and now it's finally happening. But of course, James McCarthy and I are guests on it. So, ladies and gentlemen, Take it away, Danny and Joe. Hey, Joe, it's great to be finally taking care of this podcast, and I think the fans are really going to enjoy this one. Yeah, I was waiting for the, this is like the passing of the torch finally, right? Yes. Okay. Well, just keep in mind that that torch is going to come right back to us <laughs> okay. at well, the end of the set. Okay. Well, uh, uh, how, how, do you, how do we host this? What do you do? We could talk about the episode. We could say how great it was, um, and we could talk about the punishment. <laughs> so we could do those things. <laughs> That's how you would host it. If I was a host, that's what I would do, yes. <laughs> okay. Why did you, can our guest show us the, the pathway? <laughs> this is very much like a punishment for them. <laughs> like, it is, it's like yeah. getting the blank book for Sarah's <laughs> punishment, like season one or two. What was that? This whole thing is a punishment. It's raining today. I had to come here from Staten Island. It's pouring out, or was earlier. Yeah, and we're pretty I, uptown, too. Yeah. You yeah, rarely yeah. go north of Houston. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're near Chaz Palmentary's restaurant, so maybe we hit that up afterwards. Oh, what's it called? It's called Chaz Palmentary. Get That's your name the out name there, Chaz. Good job, Bronx <laughs> Tale. Great. That's like opening a restaurant. What's he in yeah. besides Bronx Tale? Um, oh, uh, The Usual Suspects. That's right. Yeah. Wow. I guess, you know, I guess restaurateurs do that, right? Like Mario Batali. Is, he Is it a, just called Mario Batali? I don't know. Crocs Batali. Crocs. Um, <laughs> but uh, Joe, I, why am I even trying to lead this? I don't know. You got to lead it, guys. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't don't see let the, the episode. Don't let... <laughs> <laughs> didn't see the episode. That's incredible. <laughs> Don't let it's the fans down. They're trying, really counting on you guys. I'm trying to. What do you call it when you when you mess up a thing? I I used to say, <laughs> I, I call it embergioing it. Okay, well I'm trying to embergio it right <laughs> now. All right. So without, how about this, Joe? In, in without you haven't seen the episode, to your best ability, describe a typical and practical Joker's episode. <laughs> okay. Go for it. So it opens with some kind of disclaimer, right? <laughs> warning. It's illegal. I think it's illegal because off the top of your head, can you do the can you do the warning? True TV used to be Core TV, so it was all about disclaimer. <laughs> can you oh, do? Okay. Can you do? Warning. Nope. What you are about to see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> go go go. What you are about to see is by four best friends who made a lifelong decision to embarrass each other. Is that it? What you are about to what, see. What you're about to see made a lifelong decision? Yes. 
Is right, let me try. Correct? Let me try. Let me try. Uh, warning. <laughs> I want to say what you're about to say. Warning. What you're about see? to see is, see? <laughs> you're right. It's in my head. Uh, uh, four friends who compete to embarrass each other in uh, hidden camera tricks. Wow. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> you I go. think Shave's going to get it. You think, but you're wrong. <laughs> I, I fast forward through that stuff, man. <laughs> well, that's uh, the thing. It's like they made a decision very, like, was it seven years ago to put that warning in? Yeah. And now you can't take but it out. If I had to. A uh, knife to my throat. Okay. Warning. The following is. That's it. The following is the story of <laughs> and a, and a man named Brady uh, <laughs> who uh, who lived to embarrass each other. I think yeah. I was close with who compete to embarrass compete, each other. Right. Who compete, compete to embarrass, to embarrass each other? Decision. Would you guys like me to read it? Yeah, I figured no, Danny Green. Oh, uh, you're gonna do read it. it? No, I didn't know. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll try. You it. don't know it. No, I'll try off it the for, top, off the dome. Okay, piece. off the dome. I'll try it first. Warning. <laughs> the following <laughs> is about five. I'm not finished yet. Who could be to embarrass each other? <laughs> I can't believe you this whole time were like, nope, nope. And then you just said five. Did you I say five? Yeah, wow. you said five. Well, I yeah. consider myself the fifth. See, the thing is, I sit next to Mar <laughs> Marina knows it, and I sit next to Marina, and I just copy off her. So that's. <laughs> okay, here, it, here it is. Warning. <laughs> The following program contains scenes of graphic stupidity wow. among wow. four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other. Wow. Wow. Thank I'm God. sorry, five lifelong friends. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. You're wrong. Thank God for that warning. <laughs> Joey wow. Fatone made it in. Yeah. I can't, uh, that is so funny. I can't believe we, none of us got it. Well, I mean, I've seen it because I watch every episode yeah. probably six or seven times. So I've seen it, what? That's about a thousand. It's times. on, but when that part comes on, I'm like making a sandwich. I'm <laughs> yeah. getting my drink ready. I'm like, I'm getting ready to sit down and enjoy the episode. It's yeah. weird that I was the closest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> were you? <laughs> Your, yours was the Brady Bunch, which was incredible, James. Well, it's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. I mean, I, all right. So then we got the intro. So then they spoil the episode by showing a blurred thing of uh, who loses. <laughs> yeah, it, it's Murr. <laughs> and whenever Murr Always. is punished, it's obvious Murr. It's like right. they blur his face, and he's got a different body type than the rest. Exactly. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. What's the rest of the episode? Um, so what are the rest of the body that? types? And then they show the intro. What is the intro first? Intro second. Mm. Oh, wait, maybe. See, no, no, it's <laughs> crazy, right? No, no, yeah, because it used to be like this. It used to be like, who comp com compete to embarrass each other in a White Castle? And <laughs> right, 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 right. In a thing. And it was just like, will Murr seize the day? <laughs> it, it does. It shows, like, upcoming scenes, right? Yeah. And then it shows the intro, and then they play a clip from the episode, like an audio clip at the end, right? <laughs> Yeah. This is bad. Like, if we didn't have, like, an ID card, we couldn't get into the building. Be like, <laughs> like, tell us about the show. You're like, no, it's, uh, okay, hold on. Let me tell you how it starts. There's five guys. Ah, oh, jeez. Kicked out of the party. So he's like, why is Sal wiping the competition? <laughs> did you write, did you write those? We used we to. Used to. We used to. I kind of miss it. We would send, like, 80%, like, bad ideas. <laughs> right. That Kevin Kevin Felix, who's, like, a, a co-EP or EP and does mostly the post yeah, stuff. Post um, he misses our our uh bad ones like he yeah. he liked having the good ones too but he misses the bad ones more than they were vulgar they you were would bad. always throw in something so vulgar that only they would <laughs> yeah. get right. that you know that they wouldn't pass on to the network yeah. like he, like they, they'd be like at a zoo or something and they'd be like why sal spanking the monkey it would be like <laughs> that's actually pretty good and we'd probably end up using yeah we'd it. probably use that can sal finish this orangutan? tang <laughs> right exactly it'd be like bad like that 
Um, Danny, we used to, uh, when we used to send in inside jokes, we would put in like really, really bad ones too. Oh. And then hopefully they would get cut before they got to network. Did but I ever cut any of them? Sometimes, no, sometimes <laughs> it got through and you like, <laughs> your notes are very funny. Yeah, sometimes it would get through. And sometimes I would just put in like shout outs. Like I got Super Live Adventure podcast oh, on yeah, for Zaluga. It aired the other day. <laughs> just a I think, straight up shout out. I think there was, I think there was something... Like, it was, like, referring to, like, we had to hire, a, like, a mark, like, as an actor, you know, like, uh, throwing in, right. throwing water, something, I forget what it was, and it was, like, these shitty actors, <laughs> and you were, like, can we remove shitty? <laughs> so polite. Yeah. And we like, were kidding. They're also, great actors. It's just, you know. It's funny when notes are, qu- are questions. I don't know. <laughs> What's going right. on? What's the rest of the episode, Jeff? And speaking of writing oh. intros, uh, <laughs> who wrote the title, Let's Get Physical, for the first challenge? Olivia Newton-John. Is that, <laughs> Is that what you're getting at? I don't know. I, <laughs> Let's see. It's called a segue. Oh, do you think we, we read the it. titles? Yes. We don't we, do that either. <laughs> we, well, have, we, we have internal sometimes names. Sometimes we do. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And they're always different than what they end up airing. So Not always, those? though. Sometimes, like, the internal name goes through, but sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Like, for right. example, like, I think I've, you said this before, but like the, the blind glasses, yes. which is called Leading the Blind. Yeah. I had originally pitched it as Ray Band. Oh, I like that. B-A-N-N-E-D. And it's still referred to sometimes as Ray Band by us. Right? Yeah. No one else. That'll happen. Right. And then sometimes, I mean, because sometimes we just make up titles just for fun, but knowing, like, not, we're not thinking, like, what it will be on TV, because that's always, like, a bigger decision by, you know, right. the, the, the suits like you. Yeah. yeah. yeah this one today, was Danny. called, uh, physical therapist was called Nurse IFB. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that was our creative spin on it. And they were like, uh, <laughs> they're not going to be nurses, actually, they're going to be physical therapists. And we're like, close enough, we'll still call it Nurse IFB. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that is true. Like, you know, it, if it's if it's a challenge where it's like a refuse you lose in like some place, it's usually just the name of the place plus the IFB, which I, I mean, is just that refers to the technical the, name for the earpiece, the earpiece, which right. is IFB, which is like it's so funny that we call it that instead of saying like nurse refuse you lose. It's just I don't know. It's just easier. It's, it's you know, it's like a, it's an abbreviation. I know it's so it's faster. It's safe. I remember when I started working on it, I had no idea what that meant. and I still don't. I don't, I honestly don't think many people know what IFB stands for. Internal frequency band. Oh, sh- you're looking at me like I know. I don't know. I don't Nerd know. alert! You're the suit. You're the host. <laughs> you're the suit. You're the host. <laughs> the suit and a host. All right, Joe. What's the rest? Virgil knows IFB. He also, he was just telling us before. He's like, when I get a text message, the sound is an atonal guitar string. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Well, it was one of the ones that came on my phone. I didn't make it. <laughs> How could it be an atonal guitar? All, string? All the other ones are really too cutesy. So that one's just like a. It's almost like someone's tuning a guitar out of tune. And I like that more than like the cutesy little bouncy ones that they have in there. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. That's my story. If you have your phone on ring, you're crazy. Okay. Just for an example, sorry to bring it back, but when we were talking about the bad titles that we give, yeah. these are the bad titles that the comedy producers, like me, Casey, Joe and Bergio, all that. <laughs> Hit the side before you said money. <laughs> Joe and Bergio, Megan Rico came up with. John Zaluga. Uh, John Zaluga, of course. Kim Kong. Yeah, John Zaluga of the uh, Super Live Adventure podcast. <laughs> of the Zaluga family. Do you yeah. have like money? Do you have like stock? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm a, uh, what am I? What am I in the Chub Club? A little Chub Club? A little Chub Club. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, all right. So this was the baseball special. Do you, what was the baseball special called that aired a couple weeks ago? Do you know, Danny? Uh, I don't remember. Well, it probably wasn't Bullshit Durham. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or Yankees and jerk offs, <laughs> and Practical Jokers present the New York mess. Uh, That's a good one. Take me out to the mostly bald game. <laughs> That's good. That's a really good. One. That is good. Yeah, the star bungled manners, which is wow, barely tracked. Wow, I, I can't believe think. that one's insane. I can't believe they kept star. Star They've bungled already, manners. They already changed everything else. That is my favorite one. Yeah. 
Impractical Jokers, we found Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is a reference to Mrs. Missing? Robinson and like, where have you gone, uh, Joe DiMaggio? <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, really, barely tracks. Uh, Baseball Hall of Shame. Wait, did you write the best time? No, we all did. We came up with this like months ago. Oh. In a haze, and then we forgot about I it. I do not remember this. Yep. Yeah. So, those are great. Yep. And then uh, Doc Good in Bed, <laughs> Doc Good and Jokes Bad in <laughs> was uh, the last title. People wonder what we do on the show, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is it. Oh, and so the last Monday one. Friday. Wacky Robinson baseball special. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> Wacky Robinson. Oh my god! I wonder if anyone ever called him Wacky Robinson. <laughs> he was a jokester, you know. That, that gets lost. Wow. Don't talk about that. They had Pee Wee Reese. He I mean, he had the funny name, so I guess like it would have. I'm not hosting. I'm not hosting this podcast, but if I did, I'd probably jump into the episode. That yeah. sounds like a good idea. We're only thirty minutes in so far. <laughs> <laughs> so, the guys go to the the guys play physical therapists. Yeah. Yeah. Is that ring a bell? Yeah, <laughs> they, made, they made a decision to decide to do that. That's right. Well, it was it was a bit of a surprise because we thought they were going to be nurses for a right. while, and then the location switched. Yeah. Do any of the guys actually go to get physical therapy or go to the gym? Sal needs to. Sal's got a butt problem. Like uh-huh. his when he sits down. Wow. wow. <laughs> when he stands Our up, guests are crazy this week. <laughs> when he stands up, he's always like, "I have this like a sh- like a shallow pain in like my lower back." And everyone's like, get it checked. And he's just like, I know, I just, I'm worried that it's going to be something wrong with it. I'm like, that's why you get it checked. Yeah, he's like an old Plymouth, his body. <laughs> it doesn't work. That's funny. You meant the car? Yes. Yeah. Not the rock? What is yeah. a Plymouth? A rock? Plymouth Rock was the Wait, rock? It was, that's based it was on in the, the last name? No, it was the town of Plymouth. But where, yeah, Plymouth Plymouth where does the word Plymouth come from? What is oh, a Plymouth? A town in England. Plymouth. So it's a town in England, probably b- based on someone's name, right? Yeah. Who probably had applied mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Is that job, really? Or his no. job was to ply people's mouths. Right. Oh, so he's a like, dentist. What's the etymology of the word right. Plymouth? And et- I just want to Etymology? What is it? Et- et- etnom- it's etymology. Etymology. Yeah, etymology. Yeah. Our guests. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Next time, let's get an etymologist guest on the show. Exactly. Oh, we should do etymology IFB. Yeah. And that'll <laughs> that just be idea. when the guy's like at like a Japanese place eating edamame. Etymology. <laughs> 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 All right. Wait. So, so. Uh, okay, so so they're physical, physical therapists, oh, right? And have they ever think, done oh, it? Murr gets like a massage like all the time. Well, he, also Murr's up at like 5 a.m. every day like working out. He's pretty... Murr does. Pretty right? physical, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a physical dude. And he's so... I, I, what is a physical therapist? So it's a person who like helps you through an injury, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. think any of them have real... Oh, Cube went, probably went to physical therapy when he broke his ribs. Yeah. He's probably supposed to and then he was like he, a tough guy right. and said, nah, forget yeah. it. By the way, the name Walked of Plymouth, it means the mouth of the River Plymouth. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have a record play back when yeah. I said that it was first mentioned Everett? in the year twelve eleven. That was the close. That was really? season two of the Jokers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Twelve eleven was eight hundred years before the first season of Impractical Jokers. This <laughs> <laughs> is crazy to think about. I don't know why. <laughs> Just, they didn't see it coming back then. That's, <laughs> no, what, no. That's what they came for. They could have used a warning. No, the Crown wouldn't let the Pilgrims do it, so they came over here, and then That's eventually true. they knew. They knew what they were. That in they would get impractical jokes. They would be the That's pilgrims would here. be so pissed off if they saw what was going on. <laughs> I know, I know. They left yeah. so disappointed that this is what ended up happening. They left uh, the monarchy for this. Remember, for Joker's Wild, we had a sketch that was the Joker's like uh, grandparents or like Joker's in like the 1800s or something like that, and it was like it was just taking lines from the show and making them like 1800 centric. You know, being like, you know, thy shall not 
name me mustachio. Right. <laughs> you know, it was like stuff like that. That was like the whole premise of that sketch. But we never shot it. I don't know no. why. I don't think we had a costumes department. <laughs> we, no, we did not. We definitely didn't. Well, Joe, I have a game I'd like to play in segment one Whoa, of this week's podcast. Whoa, someone's hosting. <laughs> Danny. It's called Know Thyself. And uh, as listeners of the podcast know th- throughout the year, to earn my keep, I've uh, done some research when we have guests, uh, ask a few trivia questions about that guest. And I thought I'd turn the tables uh, and ask some questions about this week's guest, who are normally the host, but this week they're the guests. Oh, wow. And that's uh, Casey out. and James. The tables are really This is incredible. <laughs> Danny, I... I Joe, you got to pick up the slack. I really do. I really so do. James was part of the 2007 New York University, that's NYU, cross-country team that won the NCAA championship. Now, James himself in that race came in, do you remember what place he came in? Uh, I think he came in 47th. That's correct. With a time of? Uh, time wasn't good. Probably 25-20. 25-22. Not as fast as you remember. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. But do you remember who won the race? Ooh, uh, LeBron James. The kid from Hamilton. Uh, no, <laughs> not Manuel Miranda, like the college Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> no, he was not from Hamilton. Chaminade. I was, honestly, I don't. I have he no was, idea. His name was Tyler Sigel Ty from Siegel. the uni- Siegel. Yeah, from the University of Wisconsin, Wisconsin Plattsville. Plattsville. Yeah. Ty right. Siegel. Plattsville. His name was Ty Siegel. The, muse- the musician. Yeah. The museum. <laughs> <laughs> He's clo- this guy's closer to a museum than a musician. No, no shit throwing the guy. Good runner. <laughs> the museum. <laughs> I'm a musician. That's so funny. The magic man. Wait, so wait, that was the question of who the first person, who got first place? That was a question about James? That was the first question, yes. I've, I've got more. So that was a question for me about, right, I guess about I yourself. Well, I didn't expect Casey to know who won that race. That would have been a tough one. No. You didn't ask me. Did you know? <laughs> he probably, yeah. probably was closest. He probably would have known it was the museum Ty Siegel. <laughs> All right. This one's open to Casey and Joe I, before James. James wrote a tweet. If Taylor Swift and Steph Curry had a kid, that baby would be. Oh. This is one of my five tweets that aren't just retweets of Joker bits. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Steph Curry. Is it a, let me ask a question. Is it a visual joke? Uh or a name or like a wordplay joke? It's. It, I didn't understand the joke, so I'm going to leave, leave it up to James <laughs> to explain. Steph Curry. Yes, I guess Steph that's probably Curry. why I don't. Taylor Swift. Swift. Ooh, I'm going to say Larry Bird. Mm. Uh, that's a good guess, huh? That's Steph good Curry. Somebody back me up. Because it's Taylor like Swift. lanky and white. This one doesn't really hold up. Like Taylor Swift, but then a good Because she's kind of, this was when she was very popular. Steph was very popular. And I guess I, I imagined that the baby would be held up uh, like this over... Uh, oh, because they were so America. popular. Because they were so popular. If they had a kid, this child would be this like, kid would be like adulated by everyone. Yeah, on a, on a rock. So like, like the Lion King. Yeah, Simba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was if Taylor Swift and Steph, Steph Curry had a baby, it would be Simba. No, close. Uh, what America's it Simba. It'd be America's. Oh, I'm glad I remember this tweet. Oh, okay. Oh, that that, that kind of nails the landing on on the yeah. America. America Simba is good phrasing. Yeah. Although the tweet's not good. How many did you retweet it, Danny? No, I did not. That would have been probably its first. We should, <laughs> we should retweet it. Retweet it. Yeah. Um, if uh, you and your friends had a were a parody music group, what would they be called? What does James say? Uh, Three Kings. Kings. No, <laughs> that is a, that is the name of my novelty musical act. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Boys to meh. Okay. Boys to meh. Boys to meh. Pretty good. What fruit did Joe Gatto sign for you? Do you? Oh, well, he probably knows. Do you guys know? I'm going to go banana. 
I was going to say banana. Easiest to sign. Yeah. Well, you would Aren't been... you glad you didn't, though, Joe? <laughs> is it a... Plenty of time. It... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Really? I didn't know this. this. These trivia questions, Danny. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now it's time to go to Casey. <gasps> oh. Uh, what's Casey's favorite umbrella? Uh, oh. Is it a clear tote? Or is this a joke? I don't even know the answer. <laughs> the answer is uh, scaffolding. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's right. I think uh, about scaffolding all the time. Every time it rains, I'm I like, hope they I never love finish scaffolding. The yeah. <laughs> what did Sal send Casey as a housewarming gift? What would Sal send Casey? Uh, um, hand sanitizer? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a vegetable. Beef jerky. Banana's already been said. That's my favorite vegetable. Uh, I guess I'd say head of lettuce. Oh, that's a good one. No, a uh, potato. Oh, that's right. It was a it was just a uh, potato. Yeah. What does success mean to Casey? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> probably probably did some kind of pun where it's like success. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a food he would get to eat every day. Avocado. No. It's a it's mango. It's dried mango. No, it's shrimp. Big shrimp. Oh yeah, yeah. Big uh, ass, big ass shrimp. Do you read that tweet, Danny? Did I read the tweet? Can you read the full? What does success mean to you? Question mark. Eating big shrimp every day. That makes sense. I think I wrote big ass shrimp. Oh, maybe uh, maybe the intern. Puritan intern. Clean it up a little yeah, bit. Puritan Chelsea just X that out. <laughs> but wouldn't that be amazing if I could eat big ass shrimp every day? I, I think it would that, lose that would be flavor to you. I don't think it would be that good. You got to no, deter I, them. I'm out. I'm shellfish man. I'm out. I've been doing dried mango every day for like the last couple of weeks. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, dried mangoes. What's up? What game does Casey like to play in restaurants? Ding dong. Oh, this is a good game. <laughs> is it? I was gonna say bingo too. <laughs> me and my wife. No, I said me and my wife like to play this game. Does it have to do with like couples? Yes. yes. And does it have to do with are they dating or are they parents? Yes. Daughter. Nailed yes. it. Yeah. Is it wife or daughter? Oh. Wife or daughter? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mistress or daughter is a good one too. Last question. What is Casey's net worth according to IdleNetWorth.com? Oh my God! I don't even know this. This is scary. Um, One million dollars. <laughs> nope. Fifty thousand. No, nope. I meant to say five hundred thousand. Casey, do you want to take a guess? Uh, I I think I know. It's I don't know. Well, are you going to guess your real one, or are you going to guess fifty thousand? Fifty thousand. Probably one big ass shrimp. Nope. The answer is thirteen million dollars. <laughs> oh my! That's amazing. <laughs> Once again, you, I'm the closest. That is so funny. Colin just. I don't know. <laughs> I double double checked. It was definitely Casey. That's insane. So, oh my god, is it holding out, dude? I, I hope I don't know, and I like I'm surprised one day, and they'd be like, "Hey, we've actually been saving this money for you." Lisa's fancy. <laughs> wow, thirteen million. Thirteen million dollars. Did you look up James's? They're about off by thirteen. <laughs> I did not look up James's. I'm not sure it was there, wow. but only the. I think you had to get be worth ten million or more to be on that list. Oh wow! So this is where the budget goes. <laughs> That's crazy. I couldn't, I can't even think of it. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Okay. Second uh, challenge. Second challenge. Ooh, Act a fool. A, this is a doozy. This is the reason we have Joe here today mm -hmm. because he not only plays music, he not only played the character in that Pittsburgh movie in season two of Jokers, but he played uh, Santiago, right? Uh, or were you McNulty yes. Jr.? Yeah, I was were Santiago. You were Santiago. McCarthy was McNulty, was McNulty Jr. Jr. McNulty Jr. in a terrific scene when you guys were Thank detectives. Uh, yeah. yeah, we were detectives. I believe that's the subtext that we're detectives. Right. Great. Joe, you played Santiago. 
Yes. James, you played McNulty Jr. Yeah. Could you guys do an improv scene and maybe Casey is the perp and you're asking him questions? Great idea, Dan. 100%. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay uh, let me get in the character. Hold on. Okay, yeah. I'm already in. <laughs> Always. Where's my lawyer? <laughs> Listen, my wife is dead. What? My wife is dead. Uh, geez, to... he wasn't supposed to bring that <laughs> up. I don't have time for this. He's supposed to shake me or something? No, I just, just can we just cut to the chase? Oh she's, she's passed away, and I, I need to know what you did and why you did it. I didn't do anything to your wife. No, I'm not referring to that. I'm just using her as leverage in this scenario. <laughs> this is some sort of... This is bad. Joe, you shouldn't be doing this, man. This isn't going to help your closure. McNulty Can't keep... Jr., leave me out of this. <laughs> don't bring up your dead wife and to, to try to... This guy... He stole a candy bar from a store. It's not even a big deal. Look, I'm just trying to milk his emotions for a second. That's Allegedly, you okay? You got nothing on me, okay? <laughs> Shut up. I may have had that candy bar before. Look, if you return the candy bar to the store, the owner said he won't press charges. My wife won't. She'll still be dead, but <laughs> at least this case will be solved. All right. I'll, I'll do it, okay? I admit it. Just tell this guy to shut up and start talking. To, stop talking about his wife. I can't. I've been trying. She's died six weeks ago. I still, I'm still in mourning. Yeah, six weeks isn't really that long, I guess. I, you know, but I feel like it is. I feel like that's enough. Well, I'm, start, like I'm to starting to get out more. I, I went to the grocery store the other day. I bought eggs. All right, I'll return the hundred grand. <laughs> that's what this was about, isn't it? Yeah, the candy bar, the hundred grand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> case solved. All right, that's it. Case solved. He's gonna return the hundred grand. And uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's get to the next uh, next town. All right, how you doing, Dan? <laughs> Danny's laugh. Great. I wish we. I hope we cut out all these mics <laughs> and just keep Danny the volume laugh. up on Danny's laugh. <laughs> so, who is the naked man with Megan? Uh, his name was Gordon. Yeah. Uh, we hired him for 100 bucks off of casting networks. I think. <laughs> was he? Out, was he out? Oh, I was <laughs> don't let people know Gordon's right. <laughs> That's not, I mean, that's, that's not his rate. That's just what we paid him. <laughs> yeah, he, so we I offered. remember Cole found him and he was like, you know, that scene in um, Borat where he's wrestling his manager uh, and naked through a hotel. He's like, I've got the same body type as that manager. <laughs> and uh, when Cole told us, he like left out some of the details and we thought we were getting the guy that played the manager in Borat. <laughs> right. We're like, wow. It's a big get for us. That's a cool crossover. But anyway, we got that. We got a great guy in Gordon. And uh, did did a good job. He was clothed. Uh, that's a spoiler alert. He was wearing uh, beige underwear. Yeah, we went through a lot of great lengths to hide that. That's why it's blurred the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, even when the diaper appears to be on, because you could just you could see the, the weird, like, flesh-colored underwear he was wearing. Rico uh, was so wonderful with him. She was like, she came up to him, and she was like, hello, my name is Megan. I'll be your acting partner today. He was like, yeah, I know. I'm going to be naked, right? It was like, <laughs> he was, like, so comfortable, and she was... Also, like, trying to make him comfortable. He was already there. Right. You know? Yeah. It was great. But she was no match for uh, John Zaluga from the Little Chub Hubs. Uh, <laughs> Chub Hubs? I don't know. What's Chub, it called? The Little Chub Club. Oh, yeah. Super Live Adventures on John Zaluga ends up uh, winning. Yeah, that's right. I filmed that on my uh, my parents' 2000-era Palm Quarter uh-huh. VHSC. Oh, you, you directed that? Uh, I think okay. James directed it, but I filmed it. We had two cameras. Yeah, he was ever, more the DP. You know the room? In that movie, The Room, how he filmed it on two cameras? Yes. One digital and one 35 millimeter. It's kind of like what we did. Yeah. Yeah. And we ended up using the lower quality yes. camera. Um, that was great because John really did not 
feel like doing it that day. It, it, <laughs> well, and he knew about the bit too. Yeah, this bit was such a pain. Yes, it in was. Our asses. Look, I enjoyed it, but it was a very it was difficult very one to get fun. So, little inside info: when bits air, we call the first bit an A bit. That's usually the better bit of the episode. Then the next one's a B bit. Sometimes there's a C bit. Then there's the punishment. Sometimes we have two A's. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we have two C's. But when I saw this was airing second, I was like, are you kidding me? I know. Person gestures is a B bit. We call it person gestures, by the way. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's Speaking the internal. In the per- show, it was called act a fool. Right. Act a fool. Yeah, because yeah. we call it person gestures because it's like product gestures, which right. is like whether it's the products, but it's what you're trying to sell a person. Why do you call it product gestures? That was the name of it. Like, like product testers. Product yeah. gestures. Yeah, probably. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Product. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So person gestures. And when we found out it was a B bit, we were like, are you kidding me? Because we. There was we so much to, blood, sweat, and tears put into those. And there's so many you didn't like see. You saw like five or six clips, and there's a few more that aired on After Party last night. Check that out. But we filmed like 20, 25 short little scenes. Yes. Uh, that we came up with with the guys. Yeah. And then like day of, the guys like selected their ones. But filming sketches takes a while. It yes. was like three days of filming, three days of editing. Oh, it was wild. And like, and then more like rounds and notes and like just right. the gathering stuff. It, it, it was extensive. Like, yeah. And it was crazy. And then Zaluga on that day, he knew about the bit, but then he was sick or he was up all night. He went back to the measles. He's got a kid. Yeah. He's all, he's all messed up. Yeah. And so he was like, he didn't sleep at all. He's like, do we have to do this today? And we're like, that's kind of the whole bit. Yeah. So can, yeah. Can you, this, can you lean into that feeling? Yeah, this is perfect. That you have? And then. Yeah. In the scene that he's in, uh, where he's got a crush on the uh, field hockey player, that's Carly. You may right. have heard on this podcast yeah. a couple of weeks ago. That old uh, prankster, great her. actress herself. So yeah, it was fun to get like a yes. bunch of our crew in there, and of course, Rob Emmer, the King of Kings, <laughs> Rob Emmer, <laughs> the King of King kings. of Kings, Rob Emmer, who directed brother of Roy Emmer, who directed the Ro- Rob Emmer in that? All, which, all of us. We took turns, different kinda. turns. Yeah. Like, Did yeah. you tell him to? come right up to the camera or did he do that what, was that the one with um yeah the unsolved mysteries i was crying that's There's a, two takes of it they're both great <laughs> yeah i don't know which one ended up being used we but i think we did a half and half it makes yeah. me cry it made me cry watching it he's really fun to work with <laughs> it, he's so also so they showed the clip of him chugging a water what they didn't show is he actually chugged two other waters in the span of 10 minutes oh they only showed him chugging one yeah wow he's committed he chugged in total, like 16 ounces times three of water. Uh-huh. At the end of a long shoot day, and then uh, he was in a cab home and had to ask the driver to pull over <laughs> on, like, on the side of the street. <laughs> on like the Grand Central Parkway yeah. or something so he could go pee on the side of the road. <laughs> so Not committed. only that, I don't even know if this aired an after party or anywhere else. There was a, uh, a, a clip of him doing a little bit of Shakespeare and then cracking a whippet. Right. Uh, yes. which, which For you children listening. <laughs> It's uh, like uh, like sucking in the gas from a air, like a can of um, Ready Whip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, a few things like Rob like didn't have to do that at all. Like we could have added in the sound in post, but Rob did like maybe he really, five. He really did it. <laughs> he did whip it. He really did. I think he's so. a method actor. He's that. a method actor. <laughs> he's method man. He's a meth actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was great. There were so many good ones. Was was the scene the casting couch interview in there? That is in. At, no, the casting couch interview is not in there. The in the uh, in the cut, okay. or like a whatever uh, insider, they have him uh, with the actress for the the oh, amateur okay. the amateur film, right, right, independent right. amateur film. I am um, when he was drinking the water, I I had to like turn around and look at the wall, and there were just tears streaming down <laughs> my face as I silently laughed. It was really intense. 
Yeah. It's hard for me to be in the room during those scenes. We filmed all day with him. He was a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Emmer will be back. Oh, yeah. he'll be back. He's, he's been. He's, he's like our James Bond. I'd like to get Roy Emmer back too. The Rob Roy. I, I love how like they was they were, they felt so strongly that like Roy was the more confident one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I don't know. How, again, like some of this stuff. Like I, it doesn't. It's on the cutting room floor. The, there was never a doubt in the Mark's minds that these were two different people. Right. They totally b- believed it. Uh, probably up until Rob actually entered the room as Roy, right. and of course revealed himself to be Rob. <laughs> right. But like, they took it very seriously that yeah. they were two different Emmers. Perfect Marks. They were great. Oh, man. Also, there was one Mark that he looked a lot like Sal when he was Balsamic Vin. Yeah. Sal had that Mark, the guy with the ponytail and the leather jacket, who looked right. a lot like Sal trying to be Balsamic Vin. If you remember back in the, uh, what's the name of that? We call it Nod Dog, Dog and Me. It ain't, it ain't me. <laughs> Do they still call, call it? it? In the I don't know right. what they call that. You know the one where they dress as different yeah, yeah. people? Yeah. yeah, and Sal slightly put like a little bit of like orange on his face and said he's a different person. He got and busted like, no, so you're fast. the same guy. The good news is we've been talking about season eight and that challenge is definitely going to come back. Bringing it back, yeah. yeah. So, and there's a big controversy whether or not they're allowed to redo characters. Yeah. Big it's a, controversy. It's a huge controversy. <laughs> huge. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right. We'll find out. What's up next, guys? Now we're going to talk about the punishment. <laughs> okay. All right. Roller derby. What's it, what's it called? <laughs> it is called roller derby punishment. Roller derby. Oh, wow. <laughs> the punishments gonna, don't have names. Now yeah. we're going to talk about the punishment. Punishments don't have names? Roller derby. Yeah. Is that true? I don't think they, that's not like an We official. don't know anything about this show. <laughs> they don't have names? Don't I have guess because there's no like title card to yeah, show the, the, the exactly. punishment. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, we have names for all the punishments. This one, did we? Yeah, yeah it was called Hemer. Right. And I don't remember why. It's a secret. Because it was like He-Man. Oh, no. It was called Murr on Wheels. Right. Right, right, right. Like yeah. Meals on Wheels. Yeah, okay. Like or, Meals or, on Wheels? Or Hell on Wheels. I think it was like Hell on Wheels. <laughs> right. Either How about way. you could have called it Kansas City Bomber? We'll call you next time we have... Kansas City Bomber. Why? Kansas City Bomber was a film with Raquel Welch where she played a roller derby star. So you, star? Star. Yeah. Huh. So the Kansas City Bomber. My only, I'm oh, only really familiar with her bomber. in Naked Gun 3. Got Got. What's that? I'm only really familiar with her in Naked Gun 3. Mm. She makes an appearance at the end of that in the Oscar ceremony. No? Yeah, she's in Seinfeld too. Oh, yeah. This yeah. punishment was one of my favorites just to be at because I got to just skate around a lot. I fell <laughs> real bad oh, yeah, they showed on that. camera. Did you go there as a kid? Were you a, did you no, go to Roller Magic? the guys did. The guys all went there. I don't think we, we went to Roller Jam, which is in Staten Island. Yes, yeah, so this was just over the bridge in Jersey. And so the guys all went there. When they showed up again, they, like, they all had like flashbacks. Really? I didn't <laughs> know that. They loved it because it, it was just like they were there for birthday parties. It has not yeah. changed much. That's no. so interesting. I didn't know that. I never really went to that sort of thing. It was more like ice skating rinks than roller skating rinks. Really? You never Growing went to up. roller skating? You never went to roller jam? I, I didn't go until I was older to the roller jam. Oh, wow. Some of those people can dance on those skates. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, they can crazy. Move. When I was in, I, I've gone to a couple different roller rinks, and they're really fun to see people just, it's a good, it's a good place that you could, you could go around, you could you skate around, or just sit and watch people, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. But this was, so this was fun for me you to be s- on set. So you're saying, you're suggesting mm-hmm. that I pick up and I go to Jersey and I sit and watch people <laughs> roller skate. Yeah, bring a date, That's though. What you're, and, we, and we don't skate on this date. What I said was, you, it's fun to skate, but it's also fun to right. just watch. Right, so, so yeah. if I don't feel like skating. Yeah, totally. Okay. The last time I think you'd have fun. All right. Get well, do it by Brooklyn Bridge Park. Okay. It's beautiful and you can see the New York City skyline. All right. Yeah. And there's other things to do than 
than just watch people. No, you skit. just watch. Okay. All right. Oh, why don't we talk about some of the emails that didn't show up? Well, I have oh. a question. What 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 what's in Murr's will? What's in Murr's will? That's one of the one of the uh, uh, emails that got sent out. Yeah. Was uh, uh, yeah. to his attorney who was doing Murr's will. Yo, Todster, who's what do I have to suck to get a reply? Oh, I'm important. <laughs> Hurry up. James S. Murray, TV star. <laughs> like, what, do you th- what do you think is in Murr's will? And let's just say Murr was going to give you one thing in his will. Mm. What would you want? And I'll send the question around well, the that's room. That's fun. Because we also this year had Murr's punishment where he had to like a bunch of stuff from his house was given to that kid. Right. Right. And I thought about like the stuff he had. Yeah. But except now he's going to be dead. So it really doesn't, you don't want to get back at him. You just want something nice for you. The your... immortal Danny Green is very curious about Wills and how they work. Uh, well, Casey doesn't want the money because we know he's worth $13 million. Right, exactly. I don't need I, I'd probably take the mur- money, but I'll, I'll go for something more. Murray money. Murray money. I'm not touching that Murray money. Uh, it's, no, it's Mills Mills. Right, right, right. Mills Bills? Mills Bills. Mills Mills. Mills Millions. Mills uh, Millions. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Mill. I, um, I think I think I would take his electric scooter. Electric scooter. I could use one of those. That's mm-hmm. great. That's a great it's simple, one. It's modest, and, you know. I was thinking about his piano. He's got, like, an electric piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know he rents, so he doesn't own that house. Otherwise, that, that apartment looks pretty good. But, yeah. I would take that. Yeah. I guess he can't will that away. No. Um, mm. What about you, Danny? What do you want of his? I had the lightsaber. That's it? Lights. Well, he has three, so I would take all three. Okay. Smart. Smart yeah. move yeah. on all three. Mm. We, can, we can email the attorney. We have his email address. <laughs> I guess I would take the book franchise. Uh-huh. Like you want to take books? it over? How does that work? <laughs> you, want, you want the licensing rights for Awaken? Yeah, I want all the rights uh, for Awaken and the next one. The Brink? The Brink. And the like Brink, all the, are you going to do all those video calls? <laughs> oh, wow. Never mind. Give that up. I'll just take this. I'll just take this. I would away. love if Murray Will had like some punishments in his will. Like you have to. That's funny. You have to do the video. I could see him doing that. Yeah. Mills Will. Mills Will. <laughs> he also had to email the museum, right? Fellow host? Yes, he did. He yeah. did. <laughs> And uh, Staten Island Museum, not Ty Siegel. And that's the funny <laughs> thing about this punishment. Like, they, there are Siegel so many. Ty is a museum. <laughs> Ty is a museum. He, Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't have a museum, you idiot. Yeah. Um, in the punishment, they showed like whatever, three or four emails. The guy sent like 10 emails. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's more punishing for Murr in his real life yeah, than, than you'll ever know on the episode. <laughs> did, well, the co- did the comedy seller get in? That did. They that got that? in like the, the insider, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a few other things. What, what were the other. What were the other emails? Um, they just responded the, well, the to the massage chairs. The massage chairs. Right? Yeah. Hey, this is the email that we're now sending Carson, your assistant. Hey, Carson. I want to get one of these for each of the guys. We can order tonight, please. You could use my business card, and that is for a home massage chair <laughs> off of Amazon. One for each of us, my friend. <laughs> How much are these chairs? They're uh, 1400 each. Yeah, they're 1400 each. You, and, wanted, you wanted them to ask so Murray's, if you're, if you're to chains for everyone on the show. Oh yeah, we had some good ones in there. That so like I, I made some suggestions to the guys, and one of them was like getting gold chains for all the writers. And I like found a link with like gold chains from Macy's that they could have gotten and like yeah. given away to all the writers. And like right underneath it, I wrote uh, massage chairs for all the jokers. And like when they first read the gold chains, they're like, "Oh, that's so funny! Let's do it." And then they were like, "Oh, massage chairs for us." Let's do that instead. How could you do that? <laughs> well, it was a better idea. Uh, Plus, we're not on the show. Did it yeah. get through where he just found an older email of that he wrote to someone and then responded being like, hurry up with this? Yes. Right. That right. Made it? They yes. did that 
Well, no, he wrote that to the Will guy. Right. That yeah, was the oh, Toddster. Yeah, for Mills Will. He yeah. wrote the Will. <laughs> <laughs> the Toddster. Yeah, that's those are all those are fun. The thing about the museum one is that uh, Janice from the museum, the CEO, immediately texted me like, "Is this serious? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> and I had to like, I had no choice but to play along. And I was like, "Yeah, it's." He's, I was like, "Yeah, he's upset. I'm sorry about all this." Really, you guys put me on the spot. And it was yeah. bad because then Imbergio texted us, and like the other jokers were like, "Do I have to play along with this?" And your bosses all told you, "Yes, you yeah. have to lie." So I have to like lie woman. to this woman who's like your boss in another capacity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's it really a yeah. constant web of lies on this show, and it's fantastic. <laughs> You'd be lucky to curate the Ty Siegel Museum at this point. T- Ty Siegel, the museum. Oh, you're right. Warning, what you're about to see is a, a <laughs> bunch of lies. <laughs> yeah, that's what it should be. That's our life. Actually, we have Janice uh, from the museum on the line. Hi, Janice. Hi, yeah. everyone. So, Janice, you got an email uh, while Murr was being punished at the uh, roller derby. Why don't you, uh, can you read that to us? Sure. So the email came in at night, and it said, Janice, please remove all my items from the exhibit. I've had a falling out. James. (laughs) P.S. This is final. Wow. And so what did you do? Well, then it was actually followed up by another email that said, just effing do it. Yeah. (laughs) It said what? What was the second one? Just effing do it. <laughs> but probably not effing, huh? So wait. No, all spelled out. So I came in the next morning and saw this and had mixed reactions. Part of me was like, oh, this has to be a joke. And part of me was like, I have no idea if this is actually a joke. <laughs> wow. And I couldn't assume it was. Yeah. So how close were you to actually pulling down exhibits <laughs> from the Staten Island Museum? Well, you know, I thought I pretty much should run over and just take the Speedo down off the wall <laughs> right away. Um, well, I really had to step back and kind of figure out, was I going to respond in a funny way? Was I going to take this very seriously? And did I actually think he might want to take it down? And right. certainly it's in the realm of possibility. Right, and also for Murr and the punishment, he wasn't allowed to tell anybody that got emailed that it was a joke until the episode aired, which was just last night. That's right. So I had actually reached out to Joe and Vergio, and the other thing is I didn't want to forward this email. (laughs) So I literally took a screenshot of it, sent it to Joe, and said, hey, do you know anything about this? And, of course, Joe was in on it, so it says, okay, I, I don't know anything about that. So right. I like just asked if it was him. his yeah. – yeah, I asked if it was his real email address because that was the other thing. Um, you know, I'd not really emailed with James much. So, right. um, yeah, so it, it – I wasn't really sure what to do. Obviously, I didn't want to take things off the wall. So I I did not respond right away, um, except directly to him, that is. I responded by going, I don't know what the hell to do. (laughs) This was like a punishment for all of us. Yeah. (laughs) I'm lying to you. You're trying to figure out, panicking, I'm sure, like that morning. So I ended up responding somewhere between funny and serious because, uh, you know, I really wasn't sure if, if this was serious. I had to take it that way. And, you know, I, I have a sense of, of James's character from watching the show and meeting him, but I had no idea it was 
certainly in the realm of possibility that he could uh, ask for this. So I, I sort of responded that I was very sorry to hear that. Is there anything we could do? <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, you know, call me. <laughs> so Janice, how are things going at the museum? Well, we're doing great with the Impractical Jokers show. We've got, you know, lots of the costumes and props on display. And it's been really fun to see people come in, um, you know, especially the, the super fans who see the Wheel of Doom or Benjamin the Cat and the genie costume or the centaur and get really, really excited about what there is to see. Um, we've also definitely caught some people off guard who are not as familiar with the show because while there's a gallery that is exploring the TV show and has all the costumes, the Joker's also visited other parts of the museum. So there's some fun surprises to be discovered and, um, with their interpretation of other objects or maybe some things that are out of place. Um, so it's been fun to host both the super fans that know a lot about the show and then people that, you know, maybe didn't, didn't know all the construct of the show and, and their humor and are finding out about it. What's the farthest someone's come to see the exhibit? Oh, goodness. Well, we've definitely had people coming from lots of other states. I know someone at the opening had come from Oregon. So definitely the West Coast. Um, I don't know if we've had international visitors I, off the yeah, top of my head. We had Germany. Had, we had Germany. I met someone uh, I, when I did the curator-led tour. Uh, someone from Scotland was there. There you go. Yeah, Janice, how did Joe do on the curator-led tour? He said he said he gave it an A plus. <laughs> yeah. Joe always gets an A plus. Uh, I wasn't there, <laughs> unfortunately. Will you be having uh, Joe curate any other exhibits in the coming years? Oh, yeah. You know, we have some great historical subjects that uh, I think he would do very well at. I'll give it a shot. It's the first <laughs> yeah. time for everything. Yeah. And then we're going to have another fun element in the exhibition for the holiday show. There is a Joker's holiday sweater oh. to accommodate all of them. So that's going to be on view. And then we'll have um, an interactive um, station where you can take selfies that's part of the exhibition and you'll be able to basically uh, virtually put on the holiday sweater and, and take a photo. So that's going to be a really fun new element in the cool. exhibition. That sounds great. Yeah. All right, Janice. Well, on behalf of the show, we're sorry to give you a heart attack. <laughs> sorry, Janice. Sorry, I lied well, to it you. was a lot of a lot of fun in the end, and the result was good. Yes. I just think it's great that they actually sent the email. <laughs> um, I, I did say that email was not ready to send as is. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. All right. Thanks, All right. guys. Thanks, Thanks Janice. Janice. Thanks, Thank Janice. You. Bye. 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 Janice Monger from the Staten Island Museum. So uh, th thanks again for listening to a wonder, fantastic ep another wonderful, fantastic episode wow. of the Impractical Jokers podcast, hosted by yours truly, Joan Bergio. And, and Danny me, Green. Danny Green. Um, we'd like to thank our guests, James McCarthy and Casey Jost. Yes. That, and, yeah, you got the first name yeah. pronunciation. Right. $13 million. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> thank man. you so much for having us. Yes. Yeah, this has oh, been sure. great. Just do me a favor. All the gum, please throw outside. Not, don't leave it or under just the throw desk. It. <laughs> we'll stick Jr. on you. Yeah. Uh, and watch Impractical Jokers. Yes. And listen to the JV Squadcast.
me and Casey. I'm more of a super live adventure guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.